take you to a place that'll make you pop a chub. So let me take you to the Pen 15 Club. You imagine like Gilbert Gottfried reading the Bible over audiobook? No, isn't there isn't there a thing of Gil, Gilbert Gottfried reading Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, is it yeah, really? Like, yeah, well, it's like it was a bit that he did on some radio show or maybe it's a talk show, but he read like a passage from Fifty Shades of Grey. Super fucking hot. Louie, let's see if we can think of a good one. Um, fucking. <laughs> I don't know. Think, think I, this is a good bit. Like an actor, which actor paired with which book? Betty White reading the Kama Sutra. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'd be great. Betty White reading the Kama Sutra. I don't know why this comes to my head, but Macho Man Randy Savage reading Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I wish you knew how to quit you. Oh yeah! <laughs> Snap into my Slim Jim, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah! He just goes off book and starts talking about fucking explicitly fucking Jake Gyllenhaal specifically. <laughs> yeah, even though it's the actor and he's not in the book. <laughs> it's he's like not even saying like Ennis. He's saying he's yeah, he's not reading the book anymore. He's just talking about fucking Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> so just, then Jake Gyllenhaal opened his beautiful ass, <laughs> and then you're just like, so, so Macho, that's not what page is this on? What about like, what, that, uh, what were you gonna say? Robert England is Freddy Krueger reading uh, like kids books. Yeah, dude, give me one. You're good at his voice. Do Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss. All right, he's like, red flip, red fish, blue fish, one fish, two fish. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, that's crazy shit. Oh, the nightmares you'll have. (laughs) Fucking Robert England, man. I can't stop thinking about him day and night. Really? It's time for yeah. you to. It's time for you to try jerking off to him and see if that finally lays him to rest. That's right. Well, if that's what all the Elm Street kids did. They're like, let's all jerk off to Freddy Krueger. Maybe he'll stop fucking with us. Yeah, he'd be like, well, this is kind of weird. <laughs> he's like, stop it. <laughs> he's, just, he's very forceful about it. He's like, I don't want this kind of shit going on. Yeah. He They're making a new Candyman movie, and it it has. In the trailer, I'm like, okay, this already has like an obnoxious gay character in it. Oh, does it? I didn't see the new trailer. And I'm like, did you like miss the fucking memo on the first movie? Like, it's like the first movie is like played very straight. There's not a lot of like comedic moments in the original Candyman. It's a very dark movie. Yeah, it's about a guy that gets killed by bees and then they come out of his mouth and shit. Yeah. I still don't know how they did that effect half the time. It was a really good effect in that movie. I know that he put like, I wonder if he put actual fucking bees in his mouth. Probably. Yeah, maybe. I tell you about my bee movie I want to do. I want to do a movie about a guy that's being chased by one particular bee. (laughs) Yeah, it just won't stop following him. Yeah, like it just keeps following him around. And it's like the same. It's like he thinks it's the same bee that stung his dad when his dad, he was a kid. And his dad's like was like allergic to bees. <laughs> his dad like died, so now he's like this fu- the same fucking bee that killed my dad. And the psychiatrist is like, "No, you're crazy. You gotta like stop." And then he sees a bee in the office, and he like runs out. And then like the whole rest of the movie is like he thinks there's a bee after him, and it's kind of left ambiguous as to whether the bee actually is after him, or if he's just seeing different bees that he thinks is the same bee. Yeah, it's called Stang. 
Stang. Yeah. It's called Stang. Uh, there's a part. There's a part where like it lands on his girlfriend's like leg, like a bee does, and he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, "Honey, look out!" And he pulls a shotgun out, and, like blows her whole leg off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's trying to kill the fucking bee. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the police are like, he just blew his girlfriend's leg off. And he's like, no, I was trying to save her from the bee. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then at the end, oh, I don't want to ruin it because it's going to be directed by Steven Spielberg in a couple of years. But uh, at the end, he plays chicken with the bee. The bee's like flying towards him and he's running towards the bee. But then he like, right at the last second, he dips under the bee and snatches the bee's stinger out with his fingers and the bee just drops to the ground and dies. Yeah, speaking of bee movies, I this dude I worked with the other day, so I've never seen the movie, uh, the, the film Bee Movie. It was, oh, it Seinfeld? Out. Yeah, but like apparently this dude was telling me that it was really weird that like at the end of the movie, the bee falls in love with like a human woman or some shit. Yeah, that's like the whole plot of the movie, right? Why, really? why is that? Why is that the plot of the movie? Like, why is that Dude, what that movie's about? I don't know. Yeah, like, like literally, she falls in love with a bee. Like, she's like engaged and shit or something. I don't know. I've never seen this movie, but it's just like the more and more you think about it, like the more fucked up it gets. Yeah, like I'm, I'm looking it up right now because it's like, what is? Dude, yo, so many people have forgotten this movie exists that if you type B-movie film into Google, it doesn't come up. What a weird cast. Jerry Seinfeld, Renee Zellweger, Matthew Broderick, John Goodman, Patrick Warburton, and Chris Rock. That's so weird. Later on, Barry runs a law firm at Vanessa's flower shop titled Insects at Law, which handles disputes between animals and humans. Oh, it's one of those movies. Oh, that B-movie was sued. By who? It says B movie is alleged to be similar to a concept developed in 2000 by a team of Swedish animation students, which they claim was presented to DreamWorks in 2001 under the, under the name Bebelon. The animation <laughs> students say DreamWorks rejected the idea on the basis of it being too childish. When B movie was announced in 2003, the students claimed they once again contacted DreamWorks to make sure the movie was not similar to their original concept and were given a reassuring answer. When one of the members of the Bebelon team saw a trailer of the movie in 2007, he found it to be extremely similar and attempted to find a U.S. lawyer who could represent them. Jerry Seinfeld rejected the plagiarism claims during his PR tour for B movie in Sweden. Could you imagine having to say into a fucking press release? That you thought a bee movie first. Yeah, that you thought a, a movie about a bee and a human woman falling in love and being together was stolen from you. Yeah. So not only did you write that script, but it was stolen from you. Actually, it sounds like that it sounds like Bebelon would have been like the actual title, but they were like, We don't want them to know we stole it, so let's just call it B movie for now. Yeah, I yeah. We'll go back later and fix the title, and then they just never went back and fixed it. I guess uh, Renee Zellweger was the whore of Bevelon, huh? Oh yeah, she was. <laughs> Renee Zellweger looks weird. She's yeah, weird especially woman. like now because she like got something, some kind of plastic surgery or whatever. Like she has weird eyes for like a white woman. Yeah, Jim Carrey said he's still in love with her though. Were they together? Yeah, they were together when they did me, myself, and Irene. Oh, did who'd she run off with himself instead of him? 
<laughs> yeah, she cheated on him with his <laughs> alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Jim Carrey is fucking. He was funny to laugh with, and now he's funny to laugh at. Yeah, it's like kind of sad what happened to Jim Carrey, honestly. Yeah, he lost his mind. Yeah. Now, from what I heard, though, like he was a huge piece of shit on the set of um the fucking Andy Kaufman movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, man, man on the moon. Yeah, he went up to Andy Kaufman's parents <laughs> pretending to be Andy Kaufman, and it's like it's one thing to be a douchebag method actor, but it's another thing to like pretend you're someone's dead son and have a conversation with them. Like it's so fucking creepy. Yeah. And then all the shit like he did kick ass too. And then all of a sudden he was like, gun violence is wrong and I'm not going to do any PR for this movie. And it's like, well, why, why'd you even take the role? Why don't you yeah. get the fucking money back, dumbass? Yeah, you fucking... And he's like, oh. It's like, I never thought I would dislike Jim Carrey because I loved him so much as a kid. And now the more I hear about him, the more I'm just like, will you stop talking? Like every time he talks, I just want to like fucking throw up. Yeah, it's, he's, I mean, it must suck though to be, have like one year, like 1994, the year he had in 1994 was probably the, biggest year any actor has ever had in the history of film yeah and to go from that to like you can't even get a movie now that's i can't remember the last movie (laughs) he was in that i gave a shit about yeah like probably fucking bruce almighty or some shit oh yeah probably bruce almighty man somewhere like that that era that era definitely not mr popper's penguins (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) i don't i love you philip morris i never watched that shit oh that's a good one Really? I never watched them. It's a good movie. Sorry, I'm not being funny anymore. I don't think so. I'm just kind of sitting here. No, nah, Kelly, it's okay. You, you do you. But if you can think of anything, just... B-movie in. made her... B-movie crushed her spirits. It really did. She wants, She's going to go out and have sex with a bee now. Yeah. What if your girlfriend slept with a real bee? Well, that's what happens in B-movie, straight up. No, but it's Jerry Seinfeld as a bee. Like Jerry Seinfeld dressed it's up a cartoon in a, in a bee, bee costume. I'm saying, what if your wife cheated on you with a small bee that flew in <laughs> through the window? <laughs> All right, I think I just came up with a scene for Stang. That's going to be a scene in Stang. Is like, <laughs> and there's a bee like in the bed with his girlfriend. And he's like, what the fuck's going on in here? Yeah, the bee, the bee's, <laughs> the bee's cucking him. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks the bee fucked his girlfriend, but it just landed on the bed covers. Yeah. So, um. So Kelly, what if you're um yeah, what if you got cheated on with uh Jerry Seinfeld in a in a bee furry outfit? Yeah, what would you think? Wait, if wait, let, let's describe the scenario. If I got <laughs> cheated on, so I was dating somebody and they fucked Jerry Seinfeld yeah. in a bee outfit. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't think I'd be too mad about it. Because, like, I'm pretty sure, like, Seinfeld would, like, pay you off to, like, shut the fuck up about that. What's the deal with that? What's the deal with that? Yeah. And, like, he would try to, like, distract you with shit. He'd be like, hey, remember when Michael Richards used the N-word? And you're like, don't fucking distract us <laughs> from on, this scenario. <laughs> Stay on target. You fucked my boyfriend in a bee costume. Yeah. That's fucking He's funny. Fucking Seinfeld. <laughs> I could see him trying to run his way out of that. Yeah, trying to trying to fucking be his way out of that. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's actually a bee in, in real life. Like he's just a human. What if he's just? What if he is a swarm, like a mass of bees? Yeah. Just in, just in, like a like a scrawny Jewish man suit. <laughs> yeah. What if? What if that's what Jerry Seinfeld is? And maybe that's why I his think, comedy sucks. 
Personally, I think all Jews are uh, a bunch of bees wearing human suits. Yeah, what if like <laughs> dies and when he, he explodes and a bunch of bees, it forms a bunch of bees. Yeah. <laughs> like when Sonic gets hit and all the coins come out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's basically, you're describing Oogie Boogie at this point. Oh, yeah, basically. Because I'm the boogeyman. Yeah, I'll never forget this time my mom was talking to me and she was like, yeah, me and your dad. Uh, we watched the nightmare before Christmas. She she got, she just goes in like this real low voice. She goes, I never realized before that Oogie Boogie's a black guy. What? <laughs> I was like, what do you of course he is. Have you never noticed that? I never noticed that. Are you serious? He's like clearly meant to be a black man. <laughs> like, How is he meant to be a black guy? Because like his whole demeanor and like his musical number, it's just like he it just gives off a vibe of like a black guy. Are you saying one of my favorite childhood movies is racist? I mean, yeah, I guess kind of. I oh, mean, it was it's not like it's not like extreme racism. It's not like his name is like a uh, fucking <laughs> like Al Jolson or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but or, or Manny, it's not like his name is Manny, but uh, he, he is. I, I feel like when I watched it, I was like, yeah, he's a black guy. <laughs> Boogie Boogie's black. Oh, my God. I, my eyes are opened. Cause I'm the boogeyman. Like that sounds like a black guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that sounds like a white man. Or maybe Elvis. Oh yeah, Elvis. I feel like this is this is a pretty far fetched theory. I don't know. Don't you think Elvis was basically like wearing blackface, even though he wasn't? Like because he was really, he kind of like took that culture and ran with it. Well, I mean, so the, like the only I mean, thing he didn't do was wear blackface, you know, yeah. like, he stole the music. He stole. Nah, the music. I don't I don't I don't like yeah, it when people say he stole the music because he just made it popular. Like when Elvis was young, his, all of the people he fucking hung out with were black guys. Like he wasn't like he lived. He lived that fucking like life until until he got big. Like, you know what I mean? So he was like the Eminem of rock and roll. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's like saying he stole their music is like saying Eminem stole their music. And it's like, well, I mean, it's hard to say that they stole it when it's like their whole environment growing up was those people. It's weird to think of Eminem as like the modern day Elvis Presley. For rap, he is. I mean, you could you could say that. But I mean, like when you think about it, Oogie Boogie is like a fucking name of like a jive black dude from like the 50s or something like that's that that name is like yeah that's like a character from airplane yeah yeah exactly when you talk jive like like that's a bit a mid-20th century black man's nickname is that was kareem abdul jabbar's name in airplane (laughs) hey you're kareem abdul jabbar and no i'm I'm boogie boogie (laughs) could you imagine he turns around he's like i'm the boogie man (laughs) <laughs> don't you think Monster Mash is like a like don't you think Thriller was a ripoff of Monster Mash? I've thought that for a couple years. Oh yeah, it definitely was like a huge uh Tim, have New you ever Myers. have you ever asked a girl to let you fuck her while wearing a Michael Myers mask? I thought about it, but no. Have you ever asked a girl to let you fuck her while wearing a fairy costume? No. Have you ever put the fairy costume on first and then the girl just like starts getting into it and she let you fuck her anyway? No, I've never had any weird like sex like that. Neither the weirdest, I. the weirdest thing was I had I did have sex with like two people having sex next to us in the bed once, but oh really? Which, yeah, <laughs> that, that would like I I don't feel like I'd be able to do that. 
I didn't think so either because like we were just laying in the bed. Like there was like four of us. We went bowling and then we came back and they put in uh, what was that movie with Johnny Depp where he was Peter Pan, the guy that wrote Peter Pan finding oh, Neverland. finding Neverland. Yeah. Yeah. They put that in. Ew, you fucked that. to that? Why is it, side man, why is it you can always remember the movies that you had sex to? Why is it you can always, and why is it that they're always, it, they involve kids and fucking, that's such a terrible movie to have sex to. Well, yeah, what happened was, is like, uh, it was four of us just watching the movie in my girlfriend's bedroom. And then we looked over and they were like, my friend and his girl were like kissing. And I'm like, that's kind of weird to the, like kiss right next to like two other people. That's fucking uncomfortable. And then we yeah. looked over a little bit later and they were taking their clothes off. And I was like, they're really going to like fuck right in bed with us. That's crazy. And then like, while I was thinking that my girlfriend like grabbed my dick. And then I was just <laughs> like, well, I guess this is happening now. I can't, what am I going to do? Just be like, no, really loudly and interrupt them fucking. So it's like, I got to go along with it. And uh, actually, when I first started doing comedy, I had a whole like bit about it where because it was the girl that was pregnant with the baby, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like in the joke. I'm like, so there's four of us in the bed having sex or if you're pro-life, five of us. And uh, and then so like and then the, in the joke, uh, you know, I'm trying to like figure out when my friend's going to come because I don't want to be the first one to come. So I want to be like the last one because I don't want to be a bitch yeah. with my girlfriend and <laughs> yeah. be first. Yeah. But but my friend doesn't he's wearing a condom, so it's less sensitive for him. But meanwhile, like I, I'm not wearing one because my girlfriend's already pregnant. So it's like I'm already at a disadvantage here, you know, because everything's more sensitive for me. So I'm just like trying to look at my friend's ass in the mirror so I don't come too soon. And I'm just like so the, the end of the joke is that I think that we I fucked without him and his girl knowing that we fucked next to them. And then on the way home, he was like, next time we need to synchronize our watches. Which isn't, <laughs> it's not actually what happened, but that's how I always ended the bit. But that was the weirdest sex that I ever had was that moment. And I don't think it'll ever get weirder than that. Yeah, that's fucking wild. It's an um, orgy technically, but it's not like a <laughs> wide shut fucking orgy. It's just a sad finding <laughs> Everland. Well, guys, I think we're going to call it a night. It's been a while. So I think we got some good material here. Yeah, we did all right. But uh, Tim Kelly, thanks for joining me again on the 1015 podcast. Tell your kids, tell your wife, because we're making them all laugh out here. Hey, that's the Alabama joke. Uh, Kelly's from Alabama, so she's from Alabama. Well, she was that was that was that did that happen in Alabama? The hide your kids, hide your wife. Yeah, she lived straight up. I would um, drive past that multiple times a week like that. She like public section eight housing complex that that was in. Yeah, no, it, it like. And, and when I was like living there, um, they had like a 10th anniversary celebration of it. Wow. What the fuck? Like, like the news was like 10 Imagine years ago. Like we reported this, like, no, go look it up. It was in Huntsville, Alabama. And I've been ten, to like, yeah. 10 years ago, they were raping everybody here. Seriously. Yeah. Like, if I can... Matt, God Almighty! All right, all right, guys, we're gonna stop recording uh, <laughs> because we're gonna get into a whole different thing. All right, peace. Well, it's a podcast, yeah, it's a blast. The whole thing's hosted by Old City Matt. There's regular guest, yeah, it's the best. It's based out of Philly, it's America's breast. Yeah, it's the pin 